If you want to waste one minute and 25 seconds of your life in the best way possible, do yourself a favor and launch your search engine and type in the words Mario Paper Stop Motion. Assuming you haven't already paused this podcast to watch the video, I'll set the scene for you. You're in a classroom when all of a sudden Super Mario Brothers takes over. It's a stop motion animation consisting entirely of sticky notes. That's right, post-it notes morphing and moving across the room in and out of tunnels and then going down staircases and in and around other rooms and then all of a sudden you realize wait am i in a hospital it's nostalgia it's confusion you smile you wince and then you stop and realize wait a second wait a minute whoever made this has way too much time on their hands I can't even imagine the amount of hours it took to make this video that only lasts one minute and 25 seconds. It probably took no less than 10 hours just to lay the thing out, let alone capture it and film it and then come back and edit the thing, put the song to it, and there it exists on YouTube and I guarantee you've never heard of it. It's beautiful and now you get to be a part of it. You get to see it. You're welcome. Other than the video's magical ability to transport me right back into my childhood, two things stand out to me. Number one, the attention to detail. The amount of focus it would have taken to pull something like that off, the attention required to make a video like that is amazing. Number two is that you could take something as boring and ubiquitous as a post-it note and turn it into a work of art is mind-blowing. And if you're like me, what you end up doing is going down the internet rabbit trail. And you see there are other videos like that video. And then you see that there are other works of art consisting of post-it notes. There are serious artists out there making a name for themselves using the post-it note medium. That's right, something that is in every desk drawer across this country and the world, something that's stuck to almost every refrigerator in the Midwest, is something people are using as a medium for art. But isn't that what artists do every day? They take something simple and boring and seemingly mundane, and they use it to make something incredible, something remarkable. Austin Kleon, writer, artist, has this to say. By paying extra attention to their world, they teach us to pay more attention to ours. This is why we appreciate art. Because we're not just looking at a painting. We're not just looking at a stop motion animation. We are looking inward. We're looking at the way it makes us feel. We're looking at what it makes us pay attention to. And Austin goes on to say this, the first step towards transforming your life into art is to start paying more attention to it. This isn't just reserved for the creative types and the people who've spent hours honing their craft. This is available to every single one of us. The good stuff of life is found in the details. It's found in the areas that we often overlook. It's found in the routine. 
This is why we love comedians. The good ones pull the threads, the strands of everyday life. They're so relatable because they talk about things that we encounter on a daily basis, but they dig a little deeper. They lean all the way in and it's absurd and it's ridiculous and it's human. It's our life. Writers are notorious for eavesdropping. Everywhere they go, they take a notepad or they have their phone ready and they eavesdrop on random conversations because that's where the good stuff is. Uh, Writer, director, actor Ed Burns got the idea for his film, The Newlyweds, based on a conversation that happened at a dinner party. One statement was made and it stuck in his mind. He wrote it down and then slowly over time, a film developed in his mind. It started at a dinner party and it ended on a screen. Some of the greatest inventions of our time have happened by people who pull seemingly unrelated things together, which brings us back to where we started, the post-it note. Back in the late 60s, Arthur Fry was daydreaming in church. Never underestimate the power of a boring sermon. Arthur loved to sing in the church choir. It's one of the things he enjoyed doing with his spare time, but he had a frustrating issue. They would sing from hymnals, and he would mark the pages with a bookmark so that he could keep up. But the bookmark kept sliding out of the hymnal and falling on the ground, and he'd have to dig for it, and it was just clunky and awkward. And so he was sitting through a sermon one Sunday, which was Not exactly life-changing, but that ended up being a blessing in disguise because it gave Arthur a chance to daydream, and he started to think about his problem and what he might be able to do to fix it. Spencer Silver had a solution, but no problem. Spencer worked for 3M, which is known for innovation, and he developed this adhesive. It was low-tack, it was resilient, and it wouldn't leave behind a residue on things. And so at first, he envisioned using it as a spray, and he thought perhaps you could put it on a notice board and stick pages to it, and then over time swap the pages out and it would remain sticky. But when he pitched it, it kind of just fell flat. No one really saw the vision, and so it was shelved. But that didn't stop Spencer from talking about it. He knew it could be used for something. He just didn't know exactly what. And so he would tell friends and colleagues about it. He even held formal meetings about it. Somewhere in the middle of a daydream about bookmarks and hymnals, Arthur remembered a meeting he had been invited to at work. Arthur also worked for 3M, and one day he sat in a presentation led by Spencer Silver talking about this amazing adhesive that really had no application, and it clicked. What if he applied that adhesive to his bookmark? And so he took the idea to work, and he told his bosses, and they didn't get it, but he tried it anyways, and he passed some around to his colleagues, and they loved it. He pitched it again. It didn't really gain any traction. 
But over time, and expanding beyond his own selfish hymnal needs, Arthur partnered with Spencer and they created what we now know as the post-it note. Think about this. No one pays attention in meetings. But because apparently one day Arthur actually listened to what was happening in a corporate meeting, we get to benefit from what they made together. Think about all the love notes and lunchbox messages and important reminders that have been left on sticky notes. Think about all the startups and books and films that started as scratches and scrawls all across the wall in post-its. Right now, there are political protests staged with post-it notes. There are art installations. You can go on Instagram right now and type Miss Novella. And what you'll find is 365 sticky notes one for every day of a year that make up an entire novel written on a post-it. This is The Attention Collection, a new show about the art of paying attention. It's about intentionally leaning into the life happening all around and within us. It's about challenging our inputs, expanding our awareness, and sharing what we found with anyone willing to listen. So take a look at your interests, the things that light you up, the things that scare you to death, or even bore you to tears. Pay attention to what you pay attention to, because life is found in the details. <laughs>